This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage, Marriage Mornings. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is day 97, right? Yes. Day 97 of the Marriage Morning Infinity Day Challenge. And today we are going to talk about men be vulnerable. But before before we do that, we're going to talk about audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Melanie buys books all the time. I buy audiobooks. books. Audiobooks all the time. And we do that through Audible. So go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get your free audiobook. It is worth it. You can literally get any book you want, a, a 20-hour book or a two-hour book. It as doesn't matter. As long as it's an Audible book. As long <laughs> as it's an Audible book. So audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Go do that. Hey, Melissa, good morning. I saw good your morning. series. It's rad. <laughs> and we do four things every morning. Uh, we do a prayer. prayer, a past gratitude, a future hope, and a goal. And we encourage you to do those four things with us. And But before we dive, dive into those things, this is our marriage morning. Mm-hmm. And it is a different format than our other podcasts. We do long-form podcasts. We have over 100 of those different types of episodes. So this is not the only way this podcast sounds. So check those out because <laughs> someone's making fun of us in our Facebook Live that we got Yay. the link <laughs> correct. Um, but check those out. And you can join us live every morning on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. We have people we're talking to. That's what you're hearing. So do that and it's fun. Yeah. But we do our prayer, past gratitude, future hope and goal. We encourage you to do this with your partner. It's a quick and easy way to connect every day uh, with the most important relationships that you have. Yourself so, and your partner. All right. That's right. Let's you wanna, pray. You want to pray? Yes. Thank you, God, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this day. Thank you for another opportunity to do great things, to Uh, be of service to other people, to reflect on who we are and grow as an individual and hopefully grow our marriages too. I pray that our words are helpful to us, our relationships, our family, and then to all of our families and relationships out there in media land. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. I don't know what media land is. (laughs) Me either, but you're really sweaty. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Sorry. I apologize. I just worked out and I smell bad. No, you're fine. Okay, Um, My... Uh, what did I say? Future hey, hope. Hey, Raya, what's up? Future hope. 
prayer past gratitude my past gratitude is um well i'm honestly just thankful that we're in the apartment and we can like play pool and roller skate in the parking lot and like there's just so many fun things around us and i'm thankful that you were brave enough to to like do that together yeah and to change because it's that's a lot it's asking a lot don't count your blessings yet we're not out of the woods not just kidding (laughs) um (laughs) house isn't sold well Uh, it's pending Yes, I am thankful that you were emotionally available to talk last night. That's partially what our uh, talk is Oh, yeah, is why the, the topic today? Today. Thank you for having that insight and being uh, there. Because mm-hmm. it it's makes my job of being vulnerable and open easier when you are kind and understanding and loving. So thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, right. uh, past gratitude. No, future f- hope. Future I hope that today goes well. I've got a lot to do, and I just hope that there's fun things in it and it's joyful. A goal that I have is to figure out sort of stuff to do with our family. Right. That's very vague. Get some structure. We've got some issues happening, and it's hard. Seth's nervous. I think he likes me. (laughs) I saw that. That was really funny. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Future hope, too. I have clients to see and stuff to talk about, and then also strategize on our family. What kind of family? Um, structure can we build around because there's been a bunch of changes with the house and all kinds of stuff. So today we're talking about men, comma, be vulnerable. And this conversation comes from... Yesterday. Uh, yesterday, from, from last night. And I... So I'm a therapist. You guys know that. And I struggle with like low-level generalized anxiety disorder. And I have for years and years and years. And from my family of origin... I've been taught to like not make waves and just kind of white knuckle the whole thing. Like, this sucks. I'm not going to say anything because if I say anything, it'll make things worse or I'm scared to do that or whatever. And I have just like been feeling it. And like the, the, that low level tension that may, you may feel in your own household or maybe you felt as a kid is like a form of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, I never really knew it. Like the DSM-5 talks about generalized anxiety disorder. Some key factors in diagnosis are, and this is just off the top of my head, irritability, more days than not, a constant feeling of feeling on edge or jitteriness, and then uh, difficulty in concentrating. And I have had those all for years and years and years and years. And last night we talked about anti-anxiety meds, and I've never taken and. Uh, I've never taken anxiety meds before Mm -hmm. and I've just either like checked out on Facebook or checked out by being alone, checked out by withdrawing or checked checked out by just drinking too much, like too much alcohol. And it's like those things don't work anymore. And I see the negative effects in our family and it's not like, you know, I'm just like absent or getting drunk all the time or anything like that. It's like, I see what's going on. I see, I'm kind of like looking down on it and I understand this can be better. This Mm -hmm. can be, I can positively affect this by being vulnerable and looking for ways to change things. And Melanie last night, we were just laying in bed and again, like this move and all the stuff that we have to do, it's a blessing. It's good. It's scary for one, because most of our friends and family are saying, What's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? But this whole move is something that we are doing to affect other parts of our mm-hmm. lives. It's, it's not. Very it's not. Yes, it is very intentional, and it's scary because it's not just about. Oh, okay, yeah, just sell the house and be like uh, flippant. 
No, we want to sell the house because, ooh, Selexa. Okay, I'll I'll do some research on that. Um, thanks, Kenan. You made it harder to concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. No, I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> uh, um, it's not just like we're being flippant and want to sell the house. By selling the house, we don't have grass to cut. We don't have stupid stuff to caulk all the time. We don't have... Thi- we don't have. I don't have limbs to pick up because there was a windstorm. I don't have a water thousand pipes million to fix pine cones and to all fix that stuff. And a roof and to clean. Although those are those are good problems to have. Are they? It was overwhelming for both of us. So this move is us trying to be like, this is happening over here. It doesn't align with other stuff we want to do. Create, uh, create content. Travel. Do family stuff. Be with our kids. Give them the family of origin we wish we had, right? Give them our time. And I can't do stuff with my kids if I have to go cut the grass. Because if I don't cut it, it's going to get taller and taller. Mm-hmm. And then when I do cut it, it's just going to be, I'll have to bag it and all this other crap. So, and Melanie felt that more than I did because she was home all the time. Uh, working, oops, working at home. Hey, Rebecca. Uh, hey, Mercedes. Um, hey, Tim. Tin Man. Sorry. Uh, and that and that's the thing. What? So that is part. that is part of the reason we wanted to sell our house right and long story short it's giving seth anxiety that's more acute than normal so you have had anxiety low um, level level anxiety anxiety. my entire family has anxiety i'm pretty sure literally every female in my but i think it's kind of trained um well okay so here's the as a therapist i can diagnose people in my own family and i can diagnose people in melanie's family people i've spent a lot of time with people i know and it's not like a judgment kind of thing when i was first in grad school you have this you're dysthymic you have this and that was rude right but this is actually there is a large amount of anxiety in my family and in your family should we rename this to anxiety episode because you're not talking about being vulnerable with your wife (laughs) i love you dearly but oh yeah oh yeah um hey dudes just talk about crap with your wife it's cool well and why again this move has sort of brought up an acute anxiety right and so last night when we were sitting in bed, I just wanted to make Seth, I said, um, you know, cause like a few days ago I talked about how Seth was what I needed when I was feeling like panic attacks the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nothing is working. Prayer's not working. Meditation's not working. I don't understand it. I just needed Seth. I like literally to hold me and talk to me and say it was okay. I needed relationship. And mm-hmm. that was very, very healing. And so I said, there's so much going on, Seth. You were balancing so many things. I mean, he really is like, just uh, I can't even list the things that he does. I don't even know them all. But I said, please talk to me if you feel like you need to. Please mm-hmm. tell me the things that you feel or, or what would make you feel less anxious. I even said, if it's being intimate, I will help. I will do that with you like as an act of I want you to feel um, loved and cared for. Mm-hmm. And and because I, I needed I just needed Seth to hold me and hug me. So I right. thought, well, maybe Seth needs something like that. I don't know. But I want to be there for him and let yeah. him know. And again, that's actually part of our move. Part of that was the weirdest thing ever. Um, but I wanted funny. Seth to know that I was there for him, and so that was part of how the conversation started around being vulnerable. And then mm-hmm. we had a big sort of discussion last, not a big, but like a very healthy discussion last night, where yeah. I was saying, you she, know, she was asking. Sorry to interrupt you, but she was asking what she knew exactly what she needed. She's like, I just need you to be with me and hold me, right? And she asked me what I needed, and I, I didn't have an answer. I was like, I don't know, I'm not sure. But then I thought of one thing, and that was very helpful. And then 
I was just able to kind of open up. What was the one thing? Just laying with you Mm -hmm. and uh, just literally just laying with you, not even talking, just kind of like touching, you know, Mm -hmm. and that is really actually helpful. It's like medicine, you know. Oh, it is. It really is. And I've noticed like, because I've said that, you know, over the last years, I was like, I just really like to lay here, you know, and that is actually really helpful. I I don't know why I like it. I don't know why it Mm -hmm. works, but it does. Right. And again, I think. Melanie does a really good job of kind of uh, laying out that runway for me to be vulnerable. And then it's my job to be, okay, what what do I need? What is this? I have to sit in that. And this Cal Cease book that we're talking about, he talks about... We, we feel this tension, we feel this, this kind of stress, this grating, like whatever it is for me, it's, you know, irritability, feeling on edge, harder to concentrate. And uh, we do all kinds of things to numb out work, Facebook, uh, alcohol, food, anything. And it's important to just sit in that. Mm-hmm. And I think last night I sat in it and it was, I, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. You know, I'm just like, oh, I just want to go to bed. It doesn't feel good, but you helped me to do that. You helped me to be vulnerable in that way. And it actually really helped. I feel different mm-hmm. this morning, just like you felt different after mm-hmm. we, like, we're just together, you know, yeah. when you said that you needed me just to be there, right? Yeah. And uh, you made it easy. So thank you for that. So I'm not saying, like, men, be vulnerable no matter what, white knuckle. Like, that, that bull crap is old. My entire life of, like, just white knuckled it no matter if it hurt physically or especially mentally i just like i'm doing this just going through it mm-hmm. and that doesn't work that doesn't uh that doesn't pave the way for uh, being emotionally healthy i i don't think at least mm-hmm. it didn't for it didn't for me so this whole move has like brought up a ton of things and again like our whole freaking podcast is just about going through stuff talking about it realizing growth being open to growth, being vulnerable, and wanting wanting more, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like anatomy of wanting more, almost. <laughs> that's discontentment. No, I don't think that's what it is. Um, Knowing I, that there is more than yeah. just what we see on the surface. Yes, and yeah. I do want to say really quickly, talking about the power of touch and mm-hmm. vulnerability and why that matters. So think about like when you're growing up, if you had a loving parents, like parental relationship or grandma and they would touch you and hug you and kiss you and kiss your forehead and you know pat your back and all of that stuff those are those are biologically like things we need Mm -hmm. you know there's a whole thing with the babies in nazi germany where they didn't touch them and they die right like they can give them everything they need food Mm -hmm. water whatever but that goes back to but they die Mm -hmm. right children literally will not live if there is not affection and love so that I realized in my own relationships with my family, that sort of non-sexual touch, that sort of just I'm touching you because I love you and I and I find, you know, you're you're fun and I wanna, mm-hmm. you know, be fun with you, that kinda went away when I was about ten. Mm-hmm. Um and then into my teenage years. So none of my family really does that. Uh, my mom doesn't do it, my dad doesn't do it, whatever, no big deal. That just is. So I have nobody nobody doing that with me because Seth wasn't doing it. Seth was only kind of doing sexual touch. And I when I realized like I need non-sexual touch that mm-hmm. is basically the only thing is I love you. I'm gonna touch you mm-hmm. and I'm gonna laugh with you and hold your hand right. and whatever. And it's way more vital than we give it. Um it's huge. And- I don't know. Like we don't give it as much credit as it deserves. Right. And it is healing. It's not just 
oh, that's important to do. It is healing. So talk it's, to your partner it's about medicinal this. It's medicinal. It wanna, is. If you want to talk it, about it And I that teach way. my kids that. I will, t- I will hug them and I will tell them, tell me where you feel this. Mm. And they'll put their hand on their heart. I mean, I, I, I literally say, okay, I'm going to do this. Now tell me where you feel it. And they will like touch their heart and they'll sometimes they'll touch their tummy and be like, when you hug me, I feel it in my tummy. Mm-hmm. Like it makes me feel really good. And so it is medicine. So um, let me see. Figuring out what my hus love language is and and to him has seriously helped. Oh yep. yes, yep. love languages are huge. And but I and I want to just say, really, let's think about husbands. Be and this is of course really generalized, mm-hmm. but you being vulnerable last night was very helpful for me and also helpful for right. you. It was connecting to you. Mm-hmm. And part but, of that, yeah, part of that vulnerability was being able to, was was me as a wife saying, I will not judge you. Whatever you need, I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to push back and say, well, you're being weak. Mm-hmm. I, I had to set the, set the table for Seth right. to share his feelings well and then say, what is it that you need to feel held well, to feel loved, to feel... Uh, less anxious, mm-hmm. right? And so then he shared with me. So uh, I don't know. I just it's really important to talk about these things with your partner. And um, <laughs> I, so Hashtag yeah, wisdom. I don't know. I can't yeah. think of anything else to say. No, I think that's a lot. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it, I, I encourage you to uh, keep this conversation going with your yourself, even your your own partner. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, thank you for yeah. for that. And as I'm more vulnerable, that's what she wants. And then that connects us physically, that connects mm-hmm. us emotionally too. Yeah. And one one thing I wanted to say about like the non-sexual touch, just like if 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 that's just happening, then usually and this isn't the goal, but usually that turns into more intimate touch, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And well, it's and just that, kind of like, a natural progression. Yeah. In historically in our marriage, when you would touch me because there was only sexual touch, it right. made me mad. Right. So I was t- like the times that you were touching me and it wasn't sexual, mm-hmm. I was withdrawing anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was a cycle. And then also, thought, yeah. yeah. And I want to say too, when, when Seth has anxiety, especially acute anxiety, it presents as withdrawal is withdrawal. Yes. Like he's very much away. He's not happy. He's not being mean, but he's also not engaged. Mm-hmm. So it, it sort of stops our ability to connect really well when he has this an- acute anxiety. Mm-hmm. So head, you know, facing it lovingly and head on and, um, with patience was, has, it's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I'm really excited, but it's also something we have to do really intentionally. So, yeah, so. um, thank you for joining us and thank you. please thank you go around. to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy marriage, get your free audiobook on us, please, please, please. It's super fun. Awesome. We're excited to share that. And then, um, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and share it with your friends. If you haven't yet, Ooh, right. look, read that one. Thank you. Thank you. Seth. Thank you, Seth, for <laughs> your vulnerability and even sharing your struggles with us. I think it's a great example in the great men in our lives. Thanks. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you for thanking me. <laughs> no, that's that a, funny. That, that's encouraging. I, I encourage dudes and ladies oh, to funny. do the same thing because it's helpful. Go also check out the new Brene Brown uh, oh, show. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it, but Melanie's talked about it. I'll watch it eventually. I might watch it again. Okay, today. so all, all right. right. we got to go. Have Love an you guys. Awesome day. Have an awesome day. <laughs>